And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast where we find people who have social proof. You know what social proof is? Social proof is someone who can point to something that they built and say, yo, here's proof that I built it. Everybody can see it. It's not no secret. I'm not the only person that knows about my success. And again, we got somebody else today, man. Somebody who grind. Here's the thing. I am a competitive grinder, okay? I take pride in my ability to work hard. But uh, my man Keon gave me a run for my money. What's up, man? What's Keon, up, baby? what's hey, work? Man, it's what's great, the man. The building? Fantastic, man. And look, it's that time. It's that time. It's that time, bro. It's, it's 2020. Time. It's I can feel a new energy in the air, um, you know, and it's just, it's that time to really get what we deserve. Oh, for sure, I mean? for sure. Let me ask you this. So from going from 2018 to 2019, did you feel a new energy? Like, was it 20, a different vibe? It was a completely different vibe. I think it was more of a, it was a weighted energy, right? It felt like, it felt like you was, you was trying to accomplish something and couldn't quite get there. Like, you could see it and you could feel it, but you had something pulling you back to where you couldn't get there, you know? And I think the whole 2019, I know for me personally, I was able to kind of shake some of that weight off and kind of figure out what that weight was, you know, to kind of free me to, to be able to get for to sure, it. For yeah, sure, for yeah, sure. So I, I, yeah, every year, bro, I feel like it's about to be like a huge year. And the cool thing is it has been pretty much every year. <laughs> you know, like 2015, you're like, oh, 2016 is happening out oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> and then like for, for sure, I've been able to uh, progress, man, every year after that. So I guess introduce everybody to, you know, who you are, because you have an amazing story, and I definitely want to get into that. Hey man, let's get it. Uh, I'm Keon Davis, man, owner-operator of Smooth & Groove. Um, we're a smoothie company. We just moved to Atlanta about a year ago. Uh, we originated in Auburn, Alabama. Uh, I've been doing the business for about eight years now, and we got the best smoothies on earth. On earth? What a F. On earth. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So how, did, so how did you start? Because now I see you with all the celebrities and, like, you be on Tyler Perry's studio. Like, first off, we need to figure out how you wiggle your way into every room. Every time I talk to you, like, yeah, I'm, I'm locked in with the mayor. And we just had lunch. Like, what? What are you talking about? So how, how did it start? Take me back to so the beginning. It started, man, honestly, it started when I graduated college. I was, uh, I was one of those guys that I did all the parties in college. And mm-hmm. Played ball. I cut hair. I was the, the hustler of the year. You know, that guy. You know what I mean? And so... Um, at the time, I was supposed to graduate uh, at a certain year, but I didn't take a freshman English course, right? Mm. So I went all the way through. Mind you, I'm the first to go to college in my family. Uh, I messed up two years, right? My first year, I had a 1.9 GPA. Mm. Like, you know, the same story, right? And so, what school did you go to? I went to Tuskegee. Tuskegee. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. HBCU, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Oh, yeah. Most I see why you had a one point something. Oh, yeah. First year. First, <laughs> first and second all year. First. <laughs> all, all first verse. All first <laughs> Off the bustle. <laughs> right, right. So then I finally, I'm like, all right, I got my stuff together. Um, I changed my major from OT to business. And then um, I had an opportunity to get a job at, uh, uh, not bank, uh, what is it called? Uh, I can't even remember what it is, a bank. Mm-hmm. Regents, that's what it was, Regents. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I was on the MA program, so it was 1,500 applicants, and they picked five. They picked me. You know, I was one of the five they picked out of 1,500. 
And then what ended up happening was after you graduated. No, this was before I graduated. This is my senior year. Senior year, gotcha. Going, gotcha. Into, going into graduation, yep, so yep. Uh, I did that, and I done did all this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I'm the first in my family to go to college. I'm gonna get this great corporate job with a salary, mm-hmm. you know, that whole nine. And then what happened was I found out that I wasn't graduating. Right, I didn't take a freshman English course. Mm. So I'm like, okay, cool. What what we need to do? I need to. You know, pay for it or what? Right. How are we gonna figure this out? <laughs> you know, cause right. I got this job, bro. You know, right. I got this job. So they like, nah, you just gotta retake it, and they don't offer it over the summer. They only offer it next uh, fall, right? So I'm like, bro, like you gotta be kidding me, bro. So the whole time I'm trying to figure something out. I'm devastated, cause I, I, I thinking, I'm thinking I'm letting my family down, cause now I can, I can, I got the salary. And I'm at the bank. Yeah. I can help everybody. For sure. You know what I mean? Went through that situation. Had to take the class over. I lost the job. Right, they had to pick somebody else up. The job started two weeks after graduation. Mm. Right, how much were they gonna pay you, or how much did you think you was gonna? Uh, it was gonna, it was. I was gonna start up at sixty-five, sixty-five thousand. What year was this? Uh, two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay. Two thousand fourteen. Okay. How do you? I'm thirty-four. I just turned thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. So you graduated two thousand. Not you couldn't have, right? Two thousand fifteen. Bro, listen to me. I came to school in 04. 04. I was in L to play football for two years. Oh eight. <laughs> did I play football? For four years. For four years. That's Twelve. And then I, I missed that. Well, I graduated. I graduated 2010 December, but I walked 2011. That's what you it graduated was. 2010 in I December. Walked. Yep. You went to. So you were there for six years. Seven. Six and a half. Seven. Six. six and and okay, half. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Six gotcha. and a half years. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, six gotcha. and a half years. So, um, that so that I guess that's the time frame. So then we did that, man, and I couldn't get a job nowhere after that. I was devastated, so I started selling cars. Right, so I took professional selling. You know, I was dope. I know how to sell. I sell every day of my life. You know, right. so I got pretty good at selling cars. Right, 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 <laughs> you know, right. I'm selling. My first month, I sold 14 cars. You know, mm. and they like, bro, who is this? You know, who is this? I'm like, bro, I really like this job. Right. You know, <laughs> right. I'm making twelve thousand dollars a month. Like, right. okay, cool, we can do this. You, you know that. what I'm saying? But I'm still, mind you, I'm still in school. Mm. So I don't know the first thing about managing money. I'm making more money than I've ever seen anybody in my family make. Mm. Right? I'm doing this, making money, but I'm blowing it. I was the party guy. Of course. You I was 20s, the party guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the party guy. We, hey, we buying the bar out. Right, right. You know, we go to the bar. We, hey, everybody drink. We want right, to have right. a good time. You know what right. I mean? So I'm making this cash, but I'm blowing it as fast as I can make it, right? So finally, I'm doing that. I only sold cars for a year, but um, I start reading this book, The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Everybody on, know the book. You know, everybody know the book. I'm reading the book, The Alchemist, and it's talking about your personal omens and you doing this. And so it was at one point, I had sold 18 cars, bro. This was like. And the, is this like one month? Yeah, it's one month. I'm, I'm, so the end of the month came, and my uh, my little brothers at the time was in a championship football game. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to tell my managers I'm going to leave, and I won't be here for the last couple of days of the month because I'm going to see my little brothers play. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I done met my goal, surpassed it. I done sold more cars than everybody at dealership. So right. we should be good, right? So I went to him. He like, no, you can't. You can't go. It's the end of the month. You know, I'm like, what you mean? I done made my goal, surpassed my goal, right. you know, whatever. And he was like, no, nah, bro. He was like, you got to do this for the team. I'm like, bro, it's people that's off right now, right? That only got five cars sold. Why are you talking to me? Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? So that was the first That was the first lick, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, man? All right, whatever. I'm, I'm going to leave anyway. I'm still going to go. Right. The second thing was they had a sales manager's job come up, like the, mm-hmm. the sales manager, right? You'd be right. able to be the manager of the sales team. I'm like, bet. I'm, I'm here three, four months. Let's get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to apply for it. Don't get it. I'm like, all right, cool. They probably had somebody, you know, lined right. up already right, right. In, in the pipeline. I'm like, bro, I got two degrees. I'm good. So he didn't work out. So probably another month, couple months go by. It come open again. I'm like, Shh, I know I'm going to get it now. Because you selling the most cars. I'm busting their head, right? Right, right? So he was like, oh, 
I ain't get it again. I'm like, bro, like something ain't right here. Yeah. So I start realizing I'm only gonna be a salesperson to these people. Yeah. Nothing more. Nothing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so from there, I started thinking, like, bro, I got, I, I can do something on my own. I'm tearing up my shoes out here on this, on this concrete. You know, I'm the one doing all this work. They just giving me a product to sell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? Freaking, I'm gonna start looking at other stuff. So my first mindset was to um, get into the club business, right? Open up me a club. See, so were you promoting at the time? No, nah, but I knew how. You know, I was still throwing. I would do do a party every oh, couple so, months. So after you got fired from the from the job, well, not fired. After they let you go from the bank, you went to selling cars, and now right. you're like, all right, let me just promote. Let me promote while I'm doing yes. this. I'm, I'm always in the bar. Let me, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Let me go make oh, some money. You were still, you were oh. still um, at selling cars. Yeah, okay. I was still okay, selling gotcha. cars, yeah. So then um, I did that jump, bro, and it was like, I'm looking into the club scene. I'm like, bro, I didn't know, realize how much money <laughs> it took to run a club. Yeah. Like, this is crazy, you know? You were buying your own club? I was going to try to buy my own club. I was going to mm. try to rent, lease. I think the lease on the on the building was like fourteen grand. Mm-hmm. That's just the lease. You know what I mean? Not including everything. I'm like, nah, I'm I'm good with that. So right. I went back and I'm still thinking like maybe I could just start wholesaling cars or whatever. And so one of me and my friends, we were talking about how much excess money we spent. Mm-hmm. Right. So we was talking, I was like, bro, I spent two thousand dollars in the bar this week. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, Shoot, I got you beat. He said, I spent two <laughs> grand in the gym. I was like, What? In the gym. In the gym. I said, Bro, how you spent two thousand dollars in the gym? He said, man, it's a guy in there that got a smoothie bar, right? He said he sells sandwiches. He sells pre-workout. He sells this. He sells that. And he was like, man, I spend about $40, $50 with him every day. I'm like, bruh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was like, what's, what are what? we doing right now? So we, when he said that, he was like, bruh, I spend $40, $50 with him every day. And I'm like, what? So I'm like, dang, that's crazy. So when I went back to work out in the gym, I noticed they had a spot that they weren't utilizing mm. that was meant for that, right? I was like, oh, it's on. I can do that, yeah. right? I was always the guy growing up that hit the hit the drink machine that hit all the flavors. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> it right. tasted it, then hit the other two, and then tasted right, it. You know right. what I'm saying? I, so I'm like, bro, I can mix some stuff up. That's that's easy. Right. So I hit the dude up that that owned the, that was running the gym. I was like, you know what y'all doing with this spot? And he was like, oh, well, we're trying to get rid of it. You know, I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, well, what mm. I need to do to get it? He's like, so he, Hollywood taught me. Let me talk to corporate and see what corporate right, said. Right, right. I'm like, all right, bet. So from there, like I told you, I had been reading The Alchemist. So mm-hmm. I had been talking about your personal omens and following your desk, all that stuff. So I was like, this is me right here. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the job, and I started coming up with concepts. I started coming up with ideas. I started writing logos down and themes and concepts of, of what I wanted to do, right? So I came up with, when I was growing up, I used to love the California Raisins. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. California Raisins. It was like the marketing behind the California Raisins was so dope. And they did so much. Like, it was so fun, right? Right, right, But they right. sold raisins. I didn't even eat raisins. But I love... Did you ever do any research on that company? Like, their marketing and stuff like that? I did. I, it, it's they did make it so cool. They made a rate. They made a raisin cool, bro. bro. They, it was crazy, bro. It was crazy how the approach they took on the claymations at the time yeah. and how they reverted that. And if you notice my company now, you can kind of see the similarities, mm-hmm. Between. Right, because you got the with the glasses. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I wanted the, I wanted the modern day version of the race. Right, I mean, right. of the California race, which got the, the Ray Bans, the gloves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The characters, the whole nine. Now I took that approach. I'm like, bet I'm gonna do it like this. That's mm-hmm. why I came up with smoothing group, right? Smoothies that make you dance. Yeah. You know, and that it. was the whole idea shift, and that was the light bulb that kind of went off to put me in that position. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So did you get into that particular gym? Yeah, I did, and that was my first. The, the space that I had, it was about a six by 12 foot spot. Mm. So that's all the space that I had. And from there, 
Um, I took that, the idea that I had, I came up with the recipes. My, my wife's dad had a smoothie bar in uh, Baton Rouge mm-hmm. for a long, he was way before his time. He was yeah. cold pressing everything 10, 15 years ago, you wow. know what I'm saying, <laughs> when it wasn't cool. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, of course, in any business that's before his time, it's going to be tough to manage, sure, you know what I mean? Sure. So he shut it down, and he kind of sent me his recipes. You know, he was like, hey, I got these recipes. You can use them. And what he sent me was, like, mango juice and mango guava. I'm like, bro, I don't have these. I'm going to just use mangoes. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's kind of what got my, my wheels turning on everything, and that's how I started. And so my last month, I said, um, I set a goal for myself. I said, man, I'm going to sell one car every day of the month, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back to working on what I was doing. Yeah. One car every day. And I did that. The last, my last month, I sold one car every day of the month up until the 16th day of the month. Mm. I ended up selling uh, 22 and a half cars that month. Yo, how do you, how, first of all, how you sell half a car? Oh, you joint with Some, somebody? Yeah, yeah, gotcha, I, I gotcha, let somebody gotcha. else finish the paperwork right, up. Right, yeah, for like, sure, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yo, so how do you get so determined in your job? You're like, yo, I'm going to sell a car a day because you can't control the traffic. But I think what it is was I had made my mind up, you know, and I guess you could say I put it in the universe that I was going to do that. And I knew, like, one thing One thing that I always feel, bro, is that when you know something and you truly, people say one thing about, oh, you can write it down and it'll come true, right? Or you see it and it come true, which right. is true. But I think the, the thing that they forget is that you got to feel it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You got to really, truly feel it and know that it's going to happen with no no doubt. Like, you yeah. can't have no doubt. There can't be any doubt in there that it's going to happen. But how you develop that? Because it's like one thing we can listen to and say, all right, yo, you know what? I'm going to go out and make one sale every day of my product, my T-shirt, my book, whatever, whatever we got. But I can't control what my mind doubts and what it doesn't. Like, so, so what would you say to that person on like getting determined, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like developing that. Or is it innate? Uh, like some people, are, they got it and some people don't. I just, I don't have that fear of no. So mm. I think not having that fear of no lets me, like puts me in a position to say, hey, look, it's going to happen, yeah. right? It's going to happen. It's like sink or swim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get put in the ocean, you got one option. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's to, to live or die. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. And so I think that that's. But that's, did you develop that? Did you develop that or it's always been in you? I think it. It's hard to say. I think it's. I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I think it's a little bit of environment. I think it's a little bit of adjusting. I think it's a little bit of trial and error. Um, I know one thing is that my mom always told me that I work best when my back against the wall. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think that that's another level of like, hey, let's get it right. Yeah. It's, it's that. It's that determination to put something in front of you because I'm competitive too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. super competitive. And once I realized that in sales, everything is a competition, right? Yeah. Either it, it, every in every situation, there's a sale being made, right? Mm-hmm. So it's either I sold you my product or service, mm-hmm. or you sold me on why you don't want my product or service. Yeah, the facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's like, all right, bet, I got to win. Mm-hmm. And so now knowing that it's a numbers game, mm-hmm. it's going to take you five no's to get a yes, or ten no's to get a yes, yeah. or whatever your ratio is in your industry, then you just got to get through those. Right, right, right. So because you know you fight better with your back against the wall, do you somehow, or do you see yourself maybe even subconsciously manufacturing mm-hmm. scenarios where your back is against the wall? I think that's, I think I'm like that every day. Because mm-hmm. I've never, I hadn't reached a goal. I hadn't re- reached my ultimate goal yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so not reaching my ultimate goal is almost like failing to me. Yeah. You know, which is good and bad because now I put so much pressure on myself, right, right to accomplish that. But then at the same time, you you miss the small accomplishments that you make sure. along the way, right? You sure. you look at it like, okay, cool, it's whatever. Like even when I work with like Tyler Perry and all these, I seen that junk five years ago. 
Mm. It's just happening now. You know what I mean? I, that, I knew that was going to happen. I just had to figure out how it was going to happen. Absolutely. Right? So when it happened, it wasn't a big like, oh, man, you just dwell on that, that success. It's like, no, okay, cool. Now what? Because yeah. now that happened, now that that's, it's an easy thing. That's why most of the things that I do come to me, mm-hmm. right? I feel like I got favor. I don't know what my grandma, my mom, somebody was praying for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's certain stuff that it's just like I got favor in that junk, bro. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and I don't know where it came from. I don't know how. I don't know what. I don't know what put me in that position. You know what I mean? But I just know that a lot of stuff just comes my way and it's easy. Man. So you you ju- you jump into um, the uh, how much were you paying? Do you remember how much you were paying? Five hundred. Five hundred. So he let you get it for five hundred. Five hundred. Um, that was a so lot of like, time too. Oh, I, absolutely. <laughs> that was a whole but you're like, lot. yo, I'm gonna sell one car every day. And, oh, you talking about at the car lot? Yeah. Well, so, no, no, no. So I mean, I mean to to get into that that smoothie bar. Yeah, yeah. It so was, was five hundred. Like mm-hmm. But so you say, yo, I'm gonna sell one car every single day. Was it to hit a financial goal to get ready to jump, or you were just saying? I'm going to sell one car every day just in case. Because you said you were still working on the plan. Yeah, I'm still working on the plan. And I, I have made in my mind up that this was my last month, regardless. So, <laughs> like, that was that was it. You know what Win, I mean? lose, or draw. Like, yeah, that was it. But that's, that's, again, me putting my back against the wall. Mm. Right? I ain't got no choice. I have mm. no option. Like, I, this is it right here. Yeah. You know? And so, once I did that, I think my last, I ended up doing that, bro. And my last check was like $1,288.24. Uh, got you for that last for that check. For gotcha. that last check, the last check that I got. And so once I got that check, I got that check on the 10th. I opened up my smoothie bar on the 12th, mm. September 12th, 2011. Gotcha. Yeah. And gotcha. so uh, what I did was when I got that check, I paid all my bills up for six months. Mm. And I had $2,000 left over. And I bought products, signs, a blender, and then I went in the gym. <laughs> and I hit it. Went in there. I went in there and hit it. I was in there every day from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., Monday through Sunday. Hitting it hard. For how long? For a whole year. Like, hitting it hard. And I'm talking about not not no sitting on the on the chair, waiting on somebody to come up. Like, everybody that walked through that door, I greeted them. It was to the point where them people thought I ran the gym. They was like, bro, you got so much energy. Like, I thought you ran the gym. You know, they come and ask me, hey, about their membership. And stuff. I'm like, no, I just run the smoothie bar. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, like, right. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Right, I just right, run I the smoothie bar. I can't fix your billing, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah I'm, I'm sorry. It was like, right, but you, right. the way that you, you know, I would come behind the smoothie bar. They working out. I would come by and give them samples. You know, I would go over there, and it was some strong guys. I was strong at the time I played football. So mm-hmm. it was some strong guys over there. They were like, hey, look, if you can do this and I can't do it, I'll give you a free smoothie. But if you can't now, everybody over here got to buy one, right? I and, love it. You know, I, I know it. I'm stronger than them. <laughs> no, and that's what's dope, bro. I think you're, you, have a, you have a great business, but your personality is so attractive because most people ain't going to do that. They're going to sit behind the bar like, oh, we had a slow day today. Yeah, it's all good. Which, like, you, you are, like, mixing and mingling with the people. Right, and that, that's... But that's, that's what you have to do for sure. in order to be successful in anything. Like, nobody's, nobody has to come to you. Yeah. Nobody, nobody even know you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what makes – you're not that sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, sure. you're not that sweet. For okay, sure. what you doing? Who You're not that sweet to just sit back and wait on them to come. Right? Mm-hmm. Jesus ain't even do that. <laughs> he still had to go out and, and preach the gospel. For sure. You know what for I'm sure. saying? So it's like, for what sure. makes you think you just that dope the way – you can sit back and just chill and wait on it. Like, if you're doing that, you're losing. You already lost. The facts. The facts. So, all right, so you in there, like, hitting it. Like, you become probably, like, the people's favorite at this point. I can oh, just yeah. imagine people oh, like, yo, yeah, what up? Yeah, oh, what it's up? love. I was, man, I made T-shirts. I would give out T-shirts. I mean, I mean, it was, like, everybody in the gym, like, that was my gym. Let me ask you this. Were you doing that stuff because you, like, did you see it str- strategically? All right, all right, if I go talk to the people... 
and I like make this play on smoothies. I make money. If I do t-shirts, they'll bring it in. Or is it something and you're like, yo, I just want people to be happy and I get my bread on the back end. Man, it was it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of both. I know that I can give it away. So I looked at the gym model, right? The first thing you do when they when you sign up to a new gym, most of the time they're gonna give you a free t-shirt. Mm-hmm. When you wear that that t-shirt, you're gonna wear that t-shirt outside of the gym. Right. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the gym, the, the gym is like a membership now. Now yeah. you got the little keychain, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I got yep. the t-shirt. Yep. You know, I work out at such and such gym, yep. you know, even though you don't go, yeah. right? But you're wearing the t-shirt. And so I thought the same thing, like, all right, bet. These folks buying smoothies, if you buy smoothies, man, you buy 10, man, you've been loyal to me, man. I, I got something for you, mm. right? What size you wear? Which means they're right? going to buy another 10 more. They're going to buy another 10 more right. because I gave them something, yeah. right? I gave them something that nobody else is giving. You can go to smoothies, they're not going to give you no T-shirt. Right. You got to buy that T-shirt. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But that T-shirt cost me a dollar. You done paid for that T-shirt 12 times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take that. Cause now you gonna now I'm I'm your smoothie company now. Yeah, like absolutely. I'm your guy now. It's not about it. nobody else. I'm your guy now. I love it. I love it. So obviously that worked. Um, <laughs> so how long were you in that gym? I was in that gym for um, I was in that gym for about a year, year and a half. But I was in that gym. It's a crazy story. I got a mean hustle to me, bro. Mm-hmm. So it was another gym that was under the same brand. They had the same spot, mm-hmm. right? It was an easy transition. It was forty five minutes away, and it was an hour ahead time frame, right? It was in Columbus. I was in Auburn, Alabama. This gym was in Columbus, Georgia, gotcha. right? So they were they were an hour ahead on the time, and it took me forty five minutes to get there. I'm like, all right, bet, let's run it. So I opened up my second spot in six months. Really? Strictly hustling. So you're in the one gym every single day, and you still found t- time to open up another gym, yep. another space. Yep. So who ran that? I so I had I had one girl down there that ran it, and then I ran it. So what I did was. I had one girl at the Auburn gym, and I had another one girl at the Columbus gym. And then when they were working there, I was at the other gym working. Mm. When they were not weren't working there, I was at that gym working. Gotcha. So like I would open up the gym in Columbus because it was an hour ahead, mm. so I can get up earlier. I left about five o'clock, drove that hour, got there about eight, whatever their time. Opened up, do everything to about two, right? Two mm. two thirty. My other girl come in, she come in. I leave there, go to Auburn. I gained an hour, right? right? And then I shut down the store in Arbor. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I was doing that. Every day. Every day. Every day. Getting but at the, it. Bro, the problem was <laughs> I was just hustling. Yeah. No systems, no processes, no inventory, like none of that. Yeah. Like just straight hustle. Like let's get oh, it. So it's like, oh, we ain't got no more apple juice. Go get some more apple juice. Go it ain't like. <laughs> nah, go get some. We out? All right, go get some more. Right. Or if we in Colum- that's that's where the problem start coming in was like, Okay, we out of something in Columbus, but I'm in Auburn. I can't fix it until I go back to Columbus. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that just they didn't kept... have that authority to go get the or right. It was just like, hey, bro, we just ain't got it. You know, and so that became. Was it that you didn't trust them to go to the store? I don't. I think that it was just they didn't have that that go get it. You know what I mean? They just like they they just. But sit even back. on your side, you wasn't like, all right, go just get, go get it. it. Right. 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 So, I'm like, so hey, young we, in business, just right, out here. Right. We ain't got it cool, man. Something, something else. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love it. And so that, that was my, my approach, bro. And I did that for like another like six months. And it was killing me, bro. I had some, bro, I had some good pretty hair, bro. I started going bald, bro. Hilarious. I was talking about the good pretty with the waves, bro. My ass, bro. My junk was good, man. All right. Man, start going bald, stressing out, man, and just... I can imagine a schedule like that. Man, just can't... Because I can't figure it out. You Were know you married I mean? at the time? I wasn't married at the time, but I was with my girl. Oh, gotcha. She was my girlfriend at the time, so... Gotcha. She was still in vet school and everything, too, mm-hmm. so I just couldn't figure this junk out, bro. And so I was like, man, God. 
this junk is killing me, dog. Right. You know? And so I shut the, the Columbus store down, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to focus all my time, all my energy, all my money, my marketing, all that stuff in this one spot. Right, because I seen how the effect was. So you shut down the first one or to shut down the second? I one? shut down the Columbus one, the second one. You shut down the second and just get back to your bread and butter, right? Okay, get back because gotcha. I lived there, so it was, right, it was right, closer. Right. I can I can really make my footprint there, right? So then when I did that, um, I still had the girl working for me there. So I, I was working out, you know, I'm mixing, mingling in the gym, yeah. and uh, I was in the sauna, right? And I'm in there and I'm talking to a guy, a good friend of mine, till, still to this day. Uh, he was like, "Hey, you know, I like what you're doing. You know, what's what's your plans?" I'm like, "Man, I'm trying to get on campus at Auburn University, right?" Mm. And they had just opened up a new facility, a gym facility. And I'm like, I just want to get in the, the gym and mm-hmm. see how I can do that. Thinking small, right? Yeah. So he was like, man, that's crazy. I work for the guy that's responsible to bring people on campus. Mm. I'm like, oh. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, people Hollywood talk to you all the time. I'm like, all right, bet. So then he left, came back the next day. I got his card. Mm. He expecting you to call him. I'm like, wow. All right, mm. bet. So I call him. He like, hey, we love your business model. We came by and tried some of your product. It's fantastic. Um, you want to sit down and meet? I'm like, bad. So I went, met with him. I had a whole proposal ready to rock and roll. Right, I didn't right, know what right. time it was. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm ready. So I put the proposal together. He like, we really don't need all that. We already know what time it is, right? <laughs> right. But you was ready. I so. was ready, just in case, yeah. you know. And so he was like, have you ever thought about putting your concept in a food truck? And I was like, a food truck? What is that? Mm. And he was like, you know, he showed me some pictures. He showed me a couple of them. I'm like, nah, but if that's what it takes to get on campus, I guess that's what I need to right. do, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so we did that, um, signed a contract with Auburn University. And I'm like, bet. Mind you, I'm in the gym. I'm probably making two fifty, three hundred dollars a day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? On the high end. Right. I ain't really making no money. You know what I mean? Mm. At the same time, during the slow, during the summertime, the gym is dead because nobody's in the gym, mm. right? And yeah. nobody's coming from outside in the gym to buy a smoothie. Mm. No matter how hard I tried, I tried all of it. Signs right. outside, the little blow up dude. Mm. You know, nobody's coming from outside of the gym to buy a smoothie, mm. right? So it was slow for me. I was. Man, I, so I knew that I had to buy a food truck, so I started saving my money. I was looking online, bro. Food truck was sixty, seventy thousand, forty, fifty thousand. Right. I'm like, bro, I can't do this, bro. Mm-hmm. Let me find out another way, right? So I started saving hundred dollars a week. I start putting it to the side for the food truck. All right. So most people they'll say, okay, I I know you know this joint's going to be you know thirty thousand, fifty thousand. I'm gonna set some money aside for that particular mm-hmm. number, but. You ain't know what you're going to end up spending. Yeah. So he's like, yo, let me just start saving right. something. something. That, bro, this interview is just full of gems that I hope people are catching. I mean, so I know I want a truck. Let me just start saving just in case. Right. I know I had to get a truck. That was I had already signed a deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had already signed a contract. So the next fall, like the next school year, I got to have a truck. Right. You know what I mean? So I couldn't, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know what. I just had to figure it out. So I started looking at the truck. I'm like, okay, the food truck, that looked like the potato chip truck. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Right, it right. looked just like it's the same type of truck. All right, cool. So I'm going to see if Frito-Lay sell their trucks, right? Mm-hmm. I, all I need is a bread truck. So I started looking up bread trucks. Mm, bread truck's a little cheaper. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? I found a bread truck. So then I had a friend of mine, um, and he's phenomenal now in business. He um, he owns a company called Weedat, Chicken and Shrimp, down in New Orleans. Oh, nice. He had a food, he started with a food truck, but I bought my first food truck from him when he was the manager at Frito-Lay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, well, look, I need a truck. These are the same type of trucks. Boom, I reached out to him. He's like, yeah, we selling some trucks. So I went over there, found out, found a mechanic. Mm. It's a good truck. And so I bought the, my first food truck from Frito-Lay on an auction online for $2,100. Oh, wow. 
$2,100. And to go back to that um, that, that, that faith and that, that determination and knowing, right? So on the auction site, you got to bid. You got to bid. You got to bid. And then when someone bids, your computer will refresh, right. right? So then I will put in a little bid, $500, boom, okay. Computer fresh, 501. Mm-hmm. So you had a certain time frame, but then after the time went out, they gave you 10 more minutes just in case somebody wanted to bid, yeah. right? So time went out, it bid it, it was at like like 1700, mm-hmm. right? So then after that, it went up again. So I put my last bid in. I was like, bro, all I got is 2100, right? Mm-hmm. I put 2100 in and I pushed the, the bid and I pushed back from the table. My, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, all right, bet. I was like, that's it. I guess we, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I seen the computer refresh, right? So that meant somebody else put a bid in. Yeah. But when it refreshed, I was like, well, shoot, I guess I ain't get it. Mm-hmm. I got up from the table. My girl came in and was screaming and yelling. was like, ah! I was like, what? She was like, you got it! I'm like, what? <laughs> so once I put that bid in, I won the bid with that $2,100. Gotcha. That's why I refreshed. Yeah, that's why I refreshed. Yeah. Right. So it showed me. It was like, congratulations. You won the bid, da 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 And mm-hmm. that's how I got my first truck. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. So what do you do with this first truck? Oh, my God. That's a whole nother... A whole nother story, man. I get my truck. I get it home. It's in great condition, but it's mm-hmm. just a it's a chip truck, right? A potato chip truck. Right. So I don't have no cash. I spent all my cash on this potato chip truck. What I did was instead of just waiting on a contractor, waiting on somebody to do this, waiting on somebody to do that, I drew out this truck on a piece of paper before I even got the truck. Mm. The way that it was going to lay out, what it was going to have inside, how it was going to look, how the feel of it. And I still got the notebook with that. Junk. I drew the wow. outside of it. I drew the inside of it. And the only difference in the truck is that I, I, instead of the sink being in the front, the sink was in the back. Mm. That was the only difference right. in how the truck was set up. But since I didn't have no money to buy equipment and all that stuff, I took a ruler and a sharpie, mm-hmm. right? And I went inside the truck. I knew all the measurements. I knew where everything was going to go. And so I measured everything with a sharpie. Like, I measured the walls, where the windows was going to go out. Mm. I measured where the tables were going to be. And I drew it with the sharpie. I got the ruler and the sharpie, and I drew it all out. So if you was to look in the truck, you would see where you could walk. You could see where everything would be placed at. You could see where all the stuff would be. Before you even got, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Before sure. I even got anything in the truck, right? right? right, right. I didn't have no money, so all I could do was visualize it. <laughs> <laughs> all I could do is visualize it. Yeah, all I could just visualize it. <laughs> I ain't had no cash. Show me the proof. Have you been struggling with starting, growing, or scaling your business? Don't know where to start? Can't figure out the next steps? Feeling overwhelmed? Do you feel stuck? Not sure if you're doing it right? Do you feel like you need help? Let's go. We understand. Come join us April 2nd and 3rd, 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia. Social Proof, the conference that helps entrepreneurs start, grow, and scale their business. And to get you right, we're introducing the number one motivational speaker, Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher, live at the conference. I stopped saying I've got to wait for good things to happen to me, and I said I'm going to grind. I'm going to fight. I'm going to work. I'm going to press toward. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do everything in my power every single day. I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim. For more info and ticket information, go to realsocialproof.com. That's realsocialproof.com. April 2nd and 3rd, 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia. See you there. So, mind you, again, I'm back in the, in the, I'm still in the smoothie spot, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still in the smoothie bar in the gym. Yep. Still selling. And I start back saving $100. Mm-hmm. Saving $100. Saving $100. Then finally what happened was, you know, they got this restore place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. Habitat for Humanity, that mm-hmm. type of spot. 
So I start going in there. I'm like, shoot, they got sinks, bet, sink $10. Oh, bet, let me get that. Right. right? They got the plugs. They got the wirings. They got all this, all this different appliances and stuff that you can buy. And I'm like, bet, that's what I need. So I start buying this stuff, right? So I finally had a dude from the gym. Mm-hmm. He came in there one day. And mind you, I got the energy out the world in the gym. And I was just down, like, bro, like, God, dang. And he was like, bro, what's wrong? He was like, you're not yourself today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I got this contract with Auburn. I got this food truck. But I ain't got nobody to help me build it. Mm-hmm. Everybody that told me, you know, everybody tell you, hey, when you get it, uh, right, hit me sure. up. I got you, bro. I got you. I'm gonna help you do. They don't you know? never got you. But they ain't never Lesson: got you. <laughs> All the people say I got you. Okay, don't stop. Just, just bet on the fact that they don't got you at all. Okay? <laughs> they come through. That's a blessing. Oh, for that's sure. Extra. extra. That's all extra. <laughs> Yo, it's 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 so um it's oh crap it's so um rare to find a human being that does what they say they're going to do. Exactly, exactly. And, and those are the people that are in the position of not only power, but of influence because yeah. they do what they say they're going to do. Yeah, especially when it comes to helping somebody else. Right, right. You feel That's, me? Yeah. There's, like, it, it's easy to say it when you don't have to do anything. Exactly. Like the people to say, yo, yo, I had so many people when I was, about, you know, I was showing people the designs on my shirt. And like, yo, when it drop, yo, hit me up. I got you. Yeah. And I'm calculating in my head. Oh, oh I got, oh, Joe well, said we he's going to get, okay, my homie, okay, Al says you, okay, cool, cool. I'm like, yo, first off rip, when I get the package, I got 20 souls based on these human beings telling me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So I'm like, oh, you got me. Okay, 20 times 20, okay, cool. I'm good. I got my money back. I'm good. Yeah, we everything else after this is profit. Bruh, it was a whole bunch of hit me on Fridays. It's a whole bunch of, yo, can I get it right now? I pay. And you know what, though? Thanks to Cash App. All those excuses. I bro. wish, ca- <laughs> bro, I'd have quit my job so much sooner if Cash App was out. Oh my Thank god! Thank you, Cash App, because now ain't no more. I gotta go to the ATL. Ain't none of that. Ain't none of that. And most people got money in their Cash App. Almost. Like, you got a loose little twenty in there. But you, you got, got a your, you got, you got the bank account attached to the joint though. Anyway. Right. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Right there. So you Come can on, pay man. whatever you want to yeah. pay. Yeah. Oh, you ain't got your card yeah, on you, yeah. huh? Cool. cool I right. know you got your right. phone. I know you got Cash App. Yo, Cash App changed the game. <laughs> Thank you, Cash right, right. App. Right, news. right, right. Yo, okay, they ain't even sponsored this podcast, but this, this podcast is sponsored by Cash App just out of appreciation. <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay. Yeah, I told you, go for it. <laughs> so, so then, bro, I, I, the dude, he was like, man, look, just bring the truck to my house. I got you. You mm. know, I'm like, all right, here go another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I go a couple days, and he like, hey, what you going to do? You know, I'm like, all right, bet. So this was the weekend. So I'm like, all right, Sunday, I get off a little earlier. I'm going to take it over there, mm. right? Got the truck, took it over there. The next day, sent me a picture with the windows cut out. Mm. I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, time to go now, right? So mm. then I'm steady. I'm steady hustling, steady doing what I need to do. I'm steady compiling stuff, mm. buying plugs, wires, all that stuff, and I'm putting it in the truck. Mm. Bro, I'm, I'm spending Bro, I'm spending it all, yeah. right? I'm betting on myself. I'm spending sure. it all. Like, freak it. I know what I'm betting. I'm, I know what I'm finna mm-hmm. yield, right? So I'm buying all this stuff, and finally we go over there one Sunday. He like, look, come over here Sunday morning. We're going to knock all this stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, bet. So I've been putting stuff in the truck. I get over there Sunday. We start going through all the stuff. I got the sink. I got the plugs, the wires. We going through it. He like, bro, I can't use none of this. I'm like, mm. what? I'm like, what you mean? He's like, bro, you bought used plugs. We don't even know these plugs work. You got used wires that's pulled out the walls. We don't even know where this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking that. And where are you from, Kia? I'm from Indiana. Indiana. 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. So are you from an area where, like, yo, we you just find what you can find? You, you I, I got a guy for something. Hey, like, you get what you can get. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? That's been my whole. That's that's been my whole life. Yeah. It's like you just get what you can get. I never felt. I've always felt like I had to come through the back door. I never yeah. felt like I was good enough to be invited. Right. Right. You never thought, yo, I just go to Best Buy or Walmart to get the plugs I need. Right. Or right. Home Depot. Or Home Depot. Like, you never think about no, that. It's like that's, that's too much. Right, you always think, yo, y'all know nobody got no extra plugs in the streets. Right, (laughs) right, somebody got the plug. Right, Right. literally. 
you know, and so from there, he was like, bro, like, you can't use none of this. So I'm devastated. So I'm thinking, your... bro, I'm thinking we on, like, step Z. Like, all we got to do is put it together now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got all the pieces. And so he like, nah, we can't do none of this. So I'm like, bro, like, this was this was the defining moment, though, bro. I, I think. got no receipt for it, so you can't take it back. No, nah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> so I left, right? I left. Mm. I left him over his crib, drove back home, and I'm just hurt. I'm heartbroken because I got this contract. Like, I got, like, I got stuff in place, right? But I just can't get where I need to get to, right? Mm. It's like having a goal. You can see the goal. So close. Right? It, it, you can almost feel it and taste it, but you just can't reach it, right? Mm. I went home and to my girl, my wife now, and I went in the house, and I just kind of was like, you know, down. And I'm like, babe, just give me 10 minutes, man. So I had a little back deck at the little apartment where we stayed at. I went outside, bro. I bawled my eyes out. Mm. I'm talking about I cried like like little Roscoe. I'm talking about snot mm. bubbles and... I mean, I cried like like a baby, bro. And I was so heartbroken and hurt and devastated. But I promise you, that was the most, like, uplifting. And it was like so much weight lifted off of me then. Because mm. as, as men, I think we hold so much in, yeah. right? We always got to be the, the provider. We all, we, especially being, like, entrepreneurs or business owners or leaders or whatever the case may sure. be. You don't never, you have nobody that checks on you, mm. right? You all, So you keep everything in. You internalize everything, even other people's pains, even other people's problems. Facts. You internal, you you get all of that stuff on you, right? And so I think that that moment when I cried like that, bro, I felt so light. I felt mm. so relieved. I felt like it was it was almost like it was like popping a balloon, bro, and everything coming out, right? Wow, so it was like therapeutic. Oh my god, it was so therapeutic, bro. And when it happened, after I cried, I wiped my tears and I was like, bro, let's get it. Let's go. Let's get it. Next day. Took all that stuff. I took all that junk back. Mm. I took all, got all my money back, bro. Really? I even finessed and got a couple extra dollars out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they went up on the price of some right, of the right, stuff right. since I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so I took all the stuff back, got the little money back that I spent, and me and my mans went to the store together. Mm. Right? So we went to the store together. So Ooh, he like, this is hey. a gym. This is a gym right here. So he was I, like, I hey. go to the store with the person yeah, that knows. I, he the professional. Yeah. Tech, Instead what of we trying need to figure to get. it out yourself. Yeah. What do I need to get? Right? So we went to the store. He showed me, instead of me buying these used plugs for 50 cent a watt that we don't even know if we're going to work, I can buy a box of new ones for $4. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Brand new ones. Yeah. So he like, look, you could just get the whole box right here for the low. Instead of getting the used wiring, I can get the wiring for $50, right? Mm. So what we did was we step-by-stepped it. The first thing we needed to do, we need to put the wiring in, mm. right? So I bought everything we needed for the wiring. Don't try to buy everything, mm-hmm. right? Just buy what you need. Yeah. So now we're doing a wiring. We're so today. ambitious. We want to, like, get it all done. But just scale back, patience, knock this part out, yep. and then this. Do yep. what you can, what you got in front of you, yep. right? So then we did that, bro. I promise you. I bought. I probably spent the same $100 that I, I was saving a week. Mm. I spent $100 on each portion. Mm. So I bought the wiring and the plugs. Boom. Let's put the wiring and plugs in. Mm. While we're doing that, I can still be saving, yeah. right? Now it's time to get the plumbing or the yeah. walls. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now I can go buy that. Boom. Now we do that. Boom. Now mm. I, go, I can go buy something else. Go do that. Boom. So finally, got the truck done. Crazy. I mean, crazy, crazy. But I probably spent, I bought the truck for $2,100. The first, the first phase of that truck, I probably spent another $1,000 to get mm. up and running. Right, so I bought used tables. It was, it was a restaurant closing. Mm-hmm. Let me get them tables, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get them tables. Bought them tables for the low, right? Mm-hmm. I needed another table, so I had a six foot table. I needed another six foot table. I couldn't afford one. I couldn't find one. For inside the truck. For inside the truck, right? Gotcha. I took the base 
of one of the six foot tables, right? Mm-hmm. The six foot table that I had, I took the, the bottom part of it mm-hmm. that was still six foot, mm-hmm. built a frame around it and made it another six foot table. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So instead of, so the, the bottom piece of the table where you normally put stuff on, mm-hmm. right? I just took that out, framed it out and made that into another table. Oh, wow. That's, you know what I'm saying? Nice. So I had to, I had to do stuff like that to be real resourceful and, you know, just figure out how to, how to navigate through not having no, having no cash, right? Gotcha. Ain't nobody going to give us no business loans. Ain't nobody, yeah. ain't nobody borrowing us no money. You know, don't nobody believe in us. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a black man selling smoothies. Ain't nobody doing that. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But they don't, they don't know what I got, right? For sure. So then um, get everything up and running, and I'm, I'm finally able, bro, to have my first day at Auburn, mm. right? I'm telling you, I don't mind blowing the whole thing on me. I bet on me, yeah. right? So I spent all the cash I had to buy products that would normally last me a week in the gym, mm-hmm. right, for my first day at Auburn. I get the truck on campus. My truck, white. I ain't got no logo. I took the logos off the off the truck, right. uh, I mean, off the store in the gym, put it on the side of the truck. <laughs> I got the, the menu that was at the gym. I laid it against the truck, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, so you could at least see what's on the menu. Yeah. I had everything in there ready to go for the truck. It's just me by myself, right? Mm-hmm. First day on campus. Mind you, I bought enough product, right, that would normally last me a week mm. in the gym. Mm. I sold out by 12 o'clock. Wow. Wow. First day, sold out by 12 o'clock. I'm like, mm. oh, boy, it's on, right? On. Oh. It's on. But it's two things, right? One, I'm broke. <laughs> no more money. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And the second part is, was like, I can't buy no more product. But you, what about the money that you just made? So with the with the contract that I had at Auburn, they collect everything, and every week they'll cut you a check. They collect the money. Right. So I don't have to pay taxes on it. I ain't got to pay none of that money on so it. So they just pay you as a vendor. Right. Right. So they handle the they handle the taxes. They handle all that back end stuff, and they just cut me the check. So did they have another cashier there somewhere? No, or? I had a register. They gave me a register. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, they gave me gotcha. a register. So I run everything through their register. And so they collected at the end, gave me a report. I kept my own report. They gave me a report. I made sure it matched up. Mm. Boom. At the, at the end of the week, they cut you a check. But you ain't got no bread. I ain't got no bread. But I, I, but I know it's going to work, though. Yeah. Everything that i seen in my mind, everything that I visualized, I knew it was going to work, right? Mm. So, again, I'm going to bet on me. Yeah, for sure. Every day of the week, all right? Day. So I'm like, all right, I need to find mm. out how to get some money. So mm. <laughs> I already had my, my truck planned to get wrapped that weekend. Mm. So this was I'll never forget it. The first day of the school year was Thursday. So Friday, I ain't had no money. So I mm. had to tell them, I'm like, hey, look, my truck white. It looked mm. like this wall right. Right? <laughs> with the logo on the side. Right. So I was like, hey, look, I told the guy, I was like, man, my truck's supposed to get wrapped tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I won't be able to come tomorrow. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Take care of that. I'm like, bet. Okay, uh, that's one pressure now. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? I can't show up because I ain't got no money. I can't mm. tell it back. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then I'm like, all right, that give me the weekend to kind of figure out how to get some more money up, right? So I'm talking to my homeboys. I'm like, bro, y'all don't know nobody that, you know, that can front the bill. Like, bro, How much were you looking for? Anything. Anything. <laughs> anything. 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 So I had, a, I had a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, bro. He was like, man, you could do a title loan? I'm like, a title loan, bro? I ain't never heard. Like, what you do? Oh, that's Satan himself. What? The title loan? I, bro, I, I think I borrowed $500 against my car one day. I wound up spending thousands, bro. I spent thousands of dollars for that $500. Well, that money mature every day. Every day. Every day. Not every month. You give them the payment at the end of the, and the way they get you, bro, they'll be like, yo, no interest for the first 30 days or something like that. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, 30 days? I'll have the money back. But me being in the situation, and this for most people, where I need $500, that's a habit. Right. And they're betting on the habit. Right. 
they're betting. Yo, if you need $500 right now, you're going to need $500 again, this week. Again, yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. Right. And so he told me that. I'm like, bro, I don't – I ain't never I ain't never done nothing like this. So I, the only thing that I owned was that food truck because I mm. bought it myself, right? Right, right. Bet, I'm going to take the food truck title up there. Jeez. So I took the truck title up there, and I'm like, bro, I want to get some cash. They're like, oh, man, I would, man, but we don't do commercial vehicles. Mm. So I'm like, shoot. So at the time, I had like a little Mazda uh, tribute that I wrapped mm-hmm. that eventually I ended up wrapped. That was the plan to wrap mm-hmm. it, right? So he was like, but is you, you got this car right here? I'm like, yeah, but I, own, I owe like $2,500 on it or something mm-hmm. like that. And he was like, we can do that. We'll just pay that off. And then you'll, you know what I'm saying, you give you a rest or whatever mm-hmm. you want. So I'm like, all right, bet, run it. So he was like, how much you need? I'm like, how much can I get? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, what can I get? So he was like, I mean, at least six. I'm like, really? All right, bet, run that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think all that. Let me get all that. So he paid paid the car off, and I think I had like 3,500 from Mm -hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I got the 3,500. I'm like, bet, I can buy products, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm rolling. I know I got. I I know what I got in front of me. This what happened though. This was this was the cold part. So as I'm walking out, I'm happy as ever, bro. I'm, I'm so happy. Mm. As I'm walking out of the door, I heard the guy in the back was like, hey, we're going to have to go get that car. I was like, oh, really? I said, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. You done messed mm. up, bro. So you get the money from the title loan, and you hear him in the back like, ah, oh, we, we got gonna, another one. Yeah, we're going to go get this car. Well, yeah. we're going to have to come get that car, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, bet. So then I go back. In my mind, now, you done messed up. I done already. So my truck wrapped now. It looked good. Back on campus. I got money, so I'm, I'm spending a little. I'm spending like two, 300 a day on product. That's what I had budgeted out. Yeah. So the first day, boom, the first full day that I was able to sell, three grand. Boom, like that. Mm. Four grand. 3,500. I'm talking about money. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm talking about back to back. I'm talking about the highest. The, the first month that we was there, I think the highest I made, the most I made was like 4,500 a day. Mm. Selling smoothies alone. Nothing Crazy. else. And so now we got the vibe, right? Mm-hmm. We got the music playing off the truck. Mm-hmm. The kids come. Think about coming out of, out of class and you hear your favorite song on the radio off a food truck. Like, right. I'm going to go over there. Oh, for sure. Right? I still got the same personality. I, I still done built this repertoire of people that already know me from the gym. Yeah. And now they're excited because they see the progress of me. Now I'm on campus. Mm-hmm. So they see, they, they they rooting for me to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They root, yeah. they root like, oh, my guy. Yeah. Right? Administrators. I didn't even know one of my main customers that was at the gym was over at... He was over the people at Auburn. Mm. So he found out I was there. Now I got another ally. I got another right. plug over there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still doing my thing. I'm talking about killing them, bro. Killing them. I get my first check my first week. Guess what the number was? 12 grand. Ooh, wait. So mind you, I was selling cars. Mm. I was making 12 grand a month. Right. My first check from selling smoothies was 12 grand a week. Crazy, crazy. For one week of work, bro. I'm like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. it's on. Yeah. Right? So now we rocking and rolling. Mm. Get the 12 grand. This is the funny part, though. I went back to the title pond place to pay him off. I'd have paid him in nickels. Hey, count that. Look, not even in rollers. In a big yeah, box of chains. Like, <laughs> this your bread. Yeah, get you back right, bro. <laughs> I went back over there, bro. I'm talking about chess way in the air. I'm yeah. talking about Kevin Hart couldn't have said it no better, but <laughs> <laughs> I was, man, I went in there, chest up, smooth and groove, shirt on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm walking in and like, hey, what's up? You know, they like, oh, you coming to pay, you know, the first payment. I'm like, nah, I'm coming to pay this junk off. For sure. And then I told him, I heard what you said when I walked out the door. Mm. And then I walked out. Mm. Got my mm. title, everything, and I walked out. And so that was that was one of the one of the another defining moment joint in my life to where I was like, you know what? 
whatever I know, I'm going to bet on myself, mm. right? I'm going to bet on myself first because I know how hard I'm willing to work to get whatever yeah. I'm trying to accomplish. I can't say I'm going to bet on everybody else, but I know for a fact what I'm willing to do and what I'm willing to sacrifice and yeah. give up in order to reach my goal. Yeah, yeah. So fast forward to the pinnacle because you, 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 you're, you're rocking at this point. Oh, we rocking. And uh, you have a story where you took you took a strong little L before you came to Atlanta. Oh my God! Right? I mean, it's I took an L before that. So even so, mind you, right? So the peak, I think the peak of my business was at like, and I was like this. I'm mm-hmm. talking. I didn't even peak out. I was just like streaming. Was like 2015, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the year I won the elevator pitch competition for National Urban League. Uh, I did uh, 10,000 small business with Goldman and Sachs. Mm-hmm. I did Black Enterprise elevator pitch. Wow. I mean, I got national exposure. I mean, I'm all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Kid from <laughs> Indiana, right? Yeah. In Auburn, selling smoothies, right? I got right. a store inside Walmart. I got to deal with Walmart, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the only black person I've ever known <laughs> 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 to have a store inside Walmart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm doing all of this stuff in 2015, bro. And my wife now, she's pregnant with my daughter, 21 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. We go in the uh, National Urban League competition in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We live in Alabama, mm-hmm. right? She's 21 weeks pregnant. It's a three-day trip. Her water breaks the second day we're there, 21 weeks. We in Florida. No family, no friends, no relatives, no nothing. We there for a conference. We had a Jean-Pierre cooking class. Her water breaks. <laughs> Wow. And so uh, uh, a little background on, on my end, I grew up without my pops, right? You know, a lot of cats had a story. So when it came time to, like, be that father, you know what I mean? Like, when I found out she was pregnant, like, right. like it's on. Like, you know, when, when, during the pregnancy, you only get, like, three or four ultrasounds, mm-hmm. right? The whole pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was paying out of pocket every appointment, right? That $120 to get mm-hmm. an ultrasound to see my little girl. Like, I wanted to see my baby. Yeah. Every, like, I was that guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I made every appointment. Like, we pregnant. It ain't yeah, you pregnant. Sure. Like, we pregnant. Sure. You know what I mean? And so when, when the water broke, it was devastating, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I was at the pinnacle. I, w- I was rising. I was on the rise. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened was we ended up being stuck in Florida for six months. What? Bro, she on bed rest. My wife was on bed rest for seven weeks. Bed rest in Florida. She's stuck. She can't. So when your water break. Oh, you said six months? Six months. Yeah, yeah. When your water break, you got 72 hours. 90% of women go into labor within 72 hours of their water break, right? Mm. If my wife would have went into labor, my little girl wouldn't have been viable, mm. right? She wouldn't have, she wouldn't have made it. She had no choice. So she, my wife was on bed rest for like seven weeks, just drinking fluids, sitting there. My wife a trooper, right? Stone cold trooper. Mm. But what happened was, the reason I, I tell the story is that when it happened, bro, and it's so many little moments, bro, that, that, that tie into the way that I am currently. Right. So when it happened, like I was devastated. We went to the hospital, you know, you have all these nurses and stuff coming in. They they trying to prepare you for the worst. And they like, oh, and they vibe wrong and the energy bad and it's sad. And like, I'm like, look, bro. So I was standing there and I'm like, all right, man, we good. We good. She crying in the bed and I'm hurt, too. You know, I run in the bathroom. I be crying. Like, oh, shoot. I got to get myself together. I come back, get myself together. Get back out there for my wife. You know what I'm saying? I see her and I'm like, bro, like, shoot, man, let me go back in the bathroom. You know what I mean? So I went in the bathroom three times. The third time I went in the bathroom, I cannot make this up. I get chills talking about it. The third time I went in the bathroom, bro, I wiped my face in the sink. And you know when you wipe your face in the sink, you look up. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Eye to eye. You're staring at yourself. Mm-hmm. Eye to eye in that mirror, right? And the first thing that I heard was like, your little girl's going to be good. Mm-hmm. But this is your defining moment, <clears throat> right? They said, you got to be strong for your wife so your wife can be strong for your little girl, mm-hmm. right? They said, there's no need to cry no more because your, your baby girl going to be wow. good. 
right? This is all what I'm hearing in my head, right, as I'm looking at myself in the mirror. So at that point, that was the last moment that I cried about that situation, mm. right? So when I came back out of there, anybody that came, any nurse or anybody that came in the room, I met them at the door. Mm. Like, look, talk to me. Don't mm. even go in the room with that energy, yeah. right? I got, I got with the, the head doctor. Mm. Hey, look, stop telling me what you can't do. Tell me what we can do. Yeah. Right? Tell me my options of what we can do. I don't want to hear what you can't. I don't want to hear the statistics. I don't want to hear none of that. Because yeah. my little girl, good, right? Yeah. I want to know what you can do. So uh, after that, hey, ain't no nurses coming here with that BS. Hey, the ultrasound lady, you need me to do it because, hey, you don't need to come in here with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fix the energy first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fix all that for right. you coming here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, Ain't right. none of that. You need to come in there. We, we got to make sure we straight, right? Yeah. So then my wife started getting better. She started feeling better about the situation. Uh, the doctor came in. I'm like, hey, look, he like, normally we don't do, you know, magnesium sulfate and the steroid and all that stuff for the heart and the brain until they get about 24. I'm like, look, freak that. Let's do that now. Mm. Right? Well, hey, it ain't, let's do that right now. Right? Mm. So then. <laughs> Dr. Keon. Hey, that, run that. <laughs> if that's what you, hey, that's the plan, let's run it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's run that right now. So then what happened was he did that, and he was like, you know what? He spoke to his colleague, and he was like, man, we're going to send them to a level three NICU, right? Mm. A level three NICU, they handle premature babies. The hospital we was at didn't handle premature babies. Right. So they, they transferred us over to um, Broward General mm. down there in Fort Lauderdale. And um, we went over there, took care of us. But the thing was, bro, at the time, I was saving more money than I made, right? I had mm. put in my mind, like, bro, I'm going to save more money than I made. Right now, I'm talking about I'm saving. I got hundred thousand, like cash. Mm. I start fifty thousand. I'm talking about just saving, saving, mm. saving, saving. And then when this when this situation happened, mind you, every Sunday for six months, bro, I was flying in or out of Atlanta. Mm. Every Sunday. Now, mind you, now it's it's different when you planning a trip. Yeah. You know, you can buy your ticket ahead of time. Yeah. I had to buy my ticket at the airport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I about because I didn't know when she was gonna go to labor. I didn't know what. You know, I didn't know what the situation was. I couldn't buy pre-buy a ticket. Yeah. I had to buy it on the spot when I went. You know what mm. I mean? So me and her dad ended up trading out. He come one Sunday, I come one Sunday. We we passing at the airport. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so for six months, bro, I was doing that. And so you think about one, I'm at the peak of my business, right? Two, I don't have adequate people working with. Yeah. Right, I'm really still running this shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm not around. Yeah. So now, when you're not around, they finna get you. Yes, yeah, it gets, it gets, you know, it gets hairy. Yeah, they finna get you. Yeah. And so at the time, I didn't really care because that wasn't my focus. It was my family, mm-hmm. right? To make sure my family was straight. So I'm talking about, bro. You talking about depleting uh, savings account, depleting. Uh, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like depleting all of that type of stuff, bro. Just in that one, in that one like setting. But it didn't matter because this was. Yeah. And this is why I was saving this money. Think about it, if you wasn't saving that money like that. Yeah, for sure. You'll be dead way in, messed up. Dead in the water, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got five stores that I'm operating, mm-hmm. that I'm trying to operate, and <laughs> it's like, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, and so finally, thank God my little girl, she's a beast right now. Yeah. You would never know she was born early. Like, none of that. Like, you would never know nothing. Like, outside that, she came out with no heart rate. Uh, they, they, uh, collapsed long. Mm. She was so young, but they got all that stuff going. Once they after that, she was perfect, yeah. perfect. Like she was, she she the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean. So we came home. We was there from the end of July to the day before uh, Thanksgiving, mm. and we came home. Wow. And so that was the first like blow to the chest. Sure. You know what I mean. That was the For first sure. blow. So after you get, you think about like the time, the energy, the effort, the. Like, my wife, my family is in Florida. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm at the, we had just bought a crib. Mm. You know, I'm at the house. We ain't really got no furniture in there for real. Right, we just right. got the house. You know what I'm saying? 
And so, uh, but I didn't tell you that one. That was the, the elevator pitch that I want, right? So I mm-hmm. left the hospital. I wasn't going to do the pitch, but my wife was like, you know what? We stable. Right, right, right. We good. Go win, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, bet. So I went, went, left the hospital, went to the pitch, won the pitch, went straight back to the hospital. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And so it was just like having that moment and, and really being able to look back on it. It's like, dog, you can get through anything. For sure. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, <clears throat> fast forward, you, got, you moved to Atlanta. And you're starting like you're starting fresh, and to be able to see, I think I we saw each other in what was that? It was a uh, it was a restaurant at night. Me and my me and my boy Brandon, uh, my best friend Brandon, we were in. Well, it was like a comedy show. I saw you. He was like, "Yo, I just oh, moved yeah, out yeah. here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? I was. I don't even know why I was there. I just pulled up. Like I was just like, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. And it, it was so funny because my boy. We're like, yo, let's go to lunch. Let's talk about this this project. We was, I was like, all right, bet. Free, yeah. free lunch? Let's do it. Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, so my best friend, we just, we just went out there, and I saw you You, you grabbed me like, yo, bro, I'm out here. It was good. I'm like, and I, I remembered you from. I met you at when, when E first did his very first speaking engagement out here at the hotel. Yes, and the crazy thing is, I, I you know, I didn't I didn't know you like that. Right. But I'm like, yo, I I, I noticed, I, I remember him from somewhere. I couldn't put my, my right, finger on it. Right. But you had stopped me like, yo, I'm out here, just got here. I'm like, yo, what's the plan? You like, get to it. Yeah, and that wasn't right. the answer I was looking for. Right. I'm thinking, okay, all right, I'm going to do step, step like that. At that point, you're like, bro, I'm about to, I'm about to get it. busy. <laughs> so the, the, the reason, the, the way that I got here, though, bro, was like, I was running this bill. I had just opened up my square foot. Like my, my, I had opened up a brand new store, bro, mm. like, I got the keys to the store. I opened the front door. I'm looking at the back door. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And so I had to build it from the ground up. So I took the same approach I did um, to the trucks. Yeah. I sketched everything out on the floor. And then, hey, I tried to hire some people to do it. By this time, I got an understanding of how to how to build stuff because I built my food truck. Mm. So me and another guy, bro, we putting up walls. You know, we sketching that. Hey, we know how to build a wall. Put the wall up. Boom. Mm. All right, bet. So we framing the whole thing out. So we got we ended up getting that done. Running good, bro. Mm. Running real good. So I ended up shutting down two Smoothie Kings and uh, uh, Freshens mm. in that area, bro, based wow. on what we was doing. And where was that at? In Alabama, Arbor. Alabama, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, so yeah. I ended up shutting them down. And so come to find out, once I got all of that national recognition, I shut that down. Uh, they started sending a health inspector at me. Mm. Every week, the haters bro, will come. Man, listen, every single week. They trying to find something on you. A health inspector was either on my food truck or he was in one of my stores every week, bro, mm. right? So then, after that didn't work, I got audited by the state. Yeah. Not the IRS. Not not the... Somebody knew somebody. At the state. Oh, for right? sure. At the state. They came knocking, boom. They audited me. I'm like, bro, this is wrong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me, nah, let me, let me, let me uh, appeal this. Mm. Right? So I appealed it. Boom. They hit me with another one. I appealed it again. So the third time, bro, they hit me. They waited, because you got a 30-day window, right, in order to appeal the audit. The third time they hit me, they waited until after that window to give me my audit back. So when I went to go appeal it, they was like, you missed the window. Oh. <laughs> Automatic collections. Automatic collections. How much they want? <laughs> well, they hit me for 175000 like this. Took it out of my account. Left my account $59,000 negative in January of, it was 2018. They left you negative fifty nine thousand. Negative fifty nine thousand. And now you know you in business. Everything that you do credit card wise goes to that account. Facts. Everything that come out come out of that account. You got overdraft. It's gonna hit you thirty five dollars off mm-hmm. the muscle. Mm-hmm. So everything that was coming out was hitting me thirty five. 
just like this. It was racking up. It was racking up. You know what I'm saying? And when I found out about this, every it was in January. It was around this time. It was about the ninth, I think, of January when I found out about it. I was headed every every January. I would go to Florida to do a football tournament in my truck. I get my truck shipped out there. Get the whole team together. We ride out. You know what I'm saying? We have to make a trip out of it. Go down to Florida, bust their head, and come on back home, right? Mm. So this year, this is what I'm planning for, right? My truck already gone. My truck on the way to Florida. Mm. So I'm riling everybody up. We at the house. We finna meet um, before we get on the road to head to Florida, right? Luckily, I, I went to the bank, took $2,000 out mm. just for travel, right, right? right? So we can have some cash to travel with or whatever. So as the guys are coming up to the house, as I'm walking out of the house, I pull up my phone to look at my account, right? Let me make sure my account's straight. If I need to move something around, if they can have something, mm. you know, while we're here, they'd be good. The first thing I see, negative $59,000. Bro, I know your heart fell through your sneakers, bro. Boy, boy, when I tell you I looked at it, I'm like, what? So I logged out. Log back in, right? <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> make sure I ain't mess around logging to somebody else's account. <laughs> Blow the cartridge. Yeah, yeah. Let me Hold on, reset. Hit just... that reset button. <laughs> let, me, let me do this again, bro. Right, that don't right. look right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I did that junk, bro, and I logged back in. I'm like, dang. And the crazy thing is, bro, I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. Like, I was like, oh, okay. This is what we doing, right? You know what I mean? Like, I done been through a bunch of stuff. Mm. So I know that anytime, like, being or going through a struggle is a blessing, mm. right? So the bigger the struggle, the bigger the blessing, mm -hmm. right? So when I seen that, I'm like, oh, this is what we're doing, yeah. right? Like, I'm like, all right, cool. I had two people running with me that was going with me to the event. I brought them and I showed them. I said, look what happened. Look at this. Mm -hmm. And they like, what? Like, you know, they nervous. I'm like, now watch me work, bro. We still going to Florida. We still going down there. Mm -hmm. We finna get this money, right? So mind you, I got $2,000 to work with. Cash. Can't take no credit card transaction because they going straight to, sure. right? So I'm like, I'm not even going to think about this until we get back. We finna go down and kill Florida. If there was only a cash app. What? <laughs> Send me that cash app, bro. Right, 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 right. Send me that cash app. Bro, I went down to Florida, bro. We went down. Um, we didn't have, we, we had an Airbnb. Halfway down there, they called us and said it wasn't going to be ready. Mm -hmm. So now we ain't got nowhere to stay. Right. Right? My truck down there, I don't got no products because I can't load it up. Mm -hmm. So we down there, we ain't got nowhere to stay. Truck down there, no products, right? End up staying in the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> Two rooms for the free. Don't know how, don't know what happened. But we was in the Ritz. <laughs> oh, this 2018. This so was Cash App there? No, it wasn't there. It wasn't nah. there. Yet, huh? It ain't hit yet. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah, it ain't hit yet. <laughs> if it did, I wasn't. All right, on. you ain't know about yeah, it. Yeah. I ain't know about it. Right. So then, so then we was like, all right, bet. So we stayed in the Ritz, bro. I don't know how it happened. We ended up staying in the Ritz. Go out there the first day. I go spend the cash on the product. Mind you, I will bet it all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Bought the products that I needed. Oh, we killed them the first day, right? Mm. Kill them. So then the second day come around, I'm like, bet, I'm finna double up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was close to selling out. We almost sold out this day mm -hmm. now. I gotta, so I'm finna double up. This is the big day. It was 40 degrees outside mm. in Florida. 40 degrees, and I sell smoothies. And I done doubled up on the product that I needed for the next day, right? I'm hurt. I'm like, yeah. So this is supposed to be like a $15,000 weekend, $10,000 weekend, right? That happened. I'm like, all right. I got to make a game day decision, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to go back to the store. So we finna buy everything that got hot. <laughs> Hustler. We're going to buy everything, every every hot cup they got. Right. We finna buy it. Mm -hmm. Every pack of hot cocoa they got, we finna buy it, yeah. right? So now what we did was we went and got that stuff. I didn't even have a way to make hot cocoa. We was putting that junk in the microwave. I had a microwave in the truck. I put a little milk in that thing, do, a little cream, mix that thing. I put it in the microwave for two minutes. That thing come out steaming. Let me get that. 
Yikes. Let me get that. So I had to I had to make an adjustment on the fly, bro. Instead of just sitting in it, dwelling in it, mm. looking crazy, like bro, we just gonna let's just shut down, bro. It was the it was a p- couple ice cream spots, a little snow cone. They just shut down. I'm like, bro, I can't afford to shut down right now. Yes, we gotta sir. figure this junk out. Not this negative fifty nine. You know what I'm saying? We gotta figure this junk <laughs> right, out. Right, right. You know, so we did that. Next day, it got back hot. Boom, we killed it again. But that that was that that moment, bro. It made me. It made me adjust, bro. It was like, bro, you got to get right. You know what I'm saying? So once I did that, we got home. I started trying to hustle up. Start selling everything. Stop spending. I mean, it took me like a month to get back down to zero. Mm. Right? So I got back down to zero, but it was cool. So I still had all these stores that I was operating. Mm. But as you know, if you ain't got no cash flow, it's hard to operate. So now employees mad because they checked late a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) and, And really, don't nobody know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? They just, everything just moving as normal, yeah. right? Don't nobody know, really, but me and a couple other people, yeah. that my back is really against this wall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up um, shutting, start shutting stores down. I'm like, bro, this one ain't, like, shut it down. <laughs> this yeah. one ain't, like, shut it down. Let me get that equipment up out of there. I need to sell that. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Let me shut that down, you know? And so finally, my, my big store that I had put all my money into, bro, I was like, man, I'm trying to hold on to this as much as I can because I know on the other side of this is where the glory going to be, right? Yeah. But it just came to the point where I was just like, man, I can't pay this lease. Mm. Like, I'm trying to do this. I don't, I don't went and got the merchant loans where mm. they taking the, the 200 out of every day. Yeah, and, for sure. I did, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Where yep. they busting my head. And yep. I'm like, bro. So I done did that. And so finally I ended up shutting the store down. And my wife was like, look, man, we've been trying to get to Atlanta. Like, what's up? You know, she a veterinarian. She, she can hold the fort down. So she was like, I'll hold the fort down. And um, she started applying to some jobs. First week, boom. She got offers all day. Nice. So she nice. came, applied, and she like, hey, I got one. You know what I'm saying? What you going to do? And so I had been planning on moving to Atlanta anyway, but mm-hmm. it was just going, you know how sometimes you want to do something, but it takes something to happen for you to for actually sure. do it? You be right. forced to do it? That's really what happened. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we shut down everything, got all my equipment out. Um, I shut it down, and then we was on the way up here. I owned all my trucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got two food trucks. I own both of those, brought them up here. And uh, my thing was, you know, everybody on IG, everybody on Facebook, everybody on all that stuff. You see Atlanta on TV, right? Mm. So I was like, when I moved to Atlanta, everywhere that I've seen on IG, you know what I'm saying, everything online, everything on TV, right. everything that was going on, it was in Atlanta. So right. I'm like, you know, my goal is when I moved to Atlanta, before I moved here, mm-hmm. I started hitting people up. Like, hey, I'm going to come down there, bro. I'm going right, to pull right. up on you, right? Miss right. two weeks out, Jason. Right, right. I'm hitting him up all the time, <laughs> right? So then finally when I got down here, um, I seen E was doing the basketball tournament, mm-hmm. right? That was the very first That's event. That's what I saw, yep. That, that was, was the very yep. first event I did in Atlanta. Yeah, so I, I think hit, that was the next time I saw you, yeah. too, from so, the time where you're like, yo, I'm, I'm like, out here up? by the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I hit him up, and he was like, hey. You know, I hit him up, then Jalen hit me back. was like, yeah. hey, I'm running the tournament. Like, what what we need to do? You know what I'm saying? I said, listen, right. I'll pull up for free. Right. Right? I'll take care of the kids for free. I'll make my money on the adults. Yeah. I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So then from there, they like, well, you know, ain't nobody giving away nothing. Right, right, right. You know, did that joint, came in, showed major love. Showed yeah. major love. Boom. Video hit. Everybody now like, whoa. So now my yeah. thing is, like I said earlier, anybody that I seen on TV, I'm pulling up. Yeah. I was in the truck like, hey, I went to Jason first. Yeah. I went to the law. I went in there, bro. I said, look, let me get your trainers and the owners. Come outside. Yeah. I got something for you. Yeah. I gave them all smoothies. And they I, like, whoa. And, yo, for sure. And I see you from that, like, really, I mean, Tyler Perry studio, yeah. all these celebs with the, uh, like, with the smoothie group. And you literally came in and went 
crazy in Atlanta. Oh yeah. So I, I want I want to throw because I, I I definitely got to wrap up. Cause we yo we gotta we gotta have a part two. <laughs> we gotta we gotta rock a part two. But um so if 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 you could uh, over the next five years. Five, ten years. What do you see yourself over the next five years? Because I like to make predictions right. on the podcast so that we can look at this five years from now and say, yo, he actually did what he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. So next five, ten years, where five, do you see yourself? Five to ten years, bro, I'm going to be in at least three airports. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be in at least three airports. Uh, Atlanta is going to be sponsored by Smooth Group. Right. Sure. Like, listen to what I'm saying. Come on. Atlanta is going to be – Smooth Group is going to be an Atlanta brand. Yeah. Right. When you think about Atlanta, it's going to be certain things that you have to do, yeah. right, when you come to Atlanta. Yeah. Smooth and Groove is going to be one of those, For sure. right? We're going to be on the national stage. Um, five years, we're going to be international, mm-hmm. right? We're going to be international. We're going to, we're going to make our footprint in other countries yeah. easily, Fact. easily, right? right? Ten years, we're going to dominate the market. Yeah. We're, going to have, we're going to own the industry yeah. as a whole, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and it's, not, it's not on no, like... I mean, you mean you want to dominate? Like, no. When you think about, I want to make my name synonymous with a smoothie. Mm. When you think about a smoothie, I want you to think about smoothie group, right? Just like right. Xerox and a printer, yeah. right? That's a brand. Yeah, you sure. know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, you, we're going to be synonymous with the product, right? And yeah. everybody that's coming through this industry will have to come through us in order to do anything in the industry. I love it. Well, I, want to, I want a franchise to give me a truck. We're going to talk def- about it after that. Most definitely. <laughs> but, yo, listen, y'all will see... Um, Y'all will see Kia's moving group at uh, Social Proof 2020. Because uh, first off, all right, so he going to do his thing, but on the low, I'm trying to get my, my Disney World on, okay? <laughs> we, we, at Disney World, they own all the vendors, all the food. It goes to the house. So y'all going to see. We're going to create some type, type of food oh, that people are going to eat yeah, at Social be, Proof. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, make sure y'all get a, a, a smoothie. So let them know how to find you, um, like all your avenues. Yeah, so like, you can find us... Uh, on every social platform, um, Smooth and Groove, that's S-M-O-O-T-H, the letter N, Groove, G-R-O-O-V-E. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, oh. everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Sure. Yes, sir. And if you need anything, man, we'll pull up to your event. And, I mean, we're going we're gonna to change the way that people think about doing events now. I love it. I love it. So when y'all see that Smoothie Guru truck pull up, make sure you get a smoothie. It will change your life. So follow my man, Keon Davis, and uh, remember his name. We will see y'all April 2nd and 3rd at the Social Proof Conference. And you'll see him in the building. Man, I appreciate you, my brother. Love. Peace. Yo, this is your boy, Donald the Boys. The Little Boys. And that's right. If you're listening, then you know a little bit of my swag, my production. I'm a voiceover artist, podcast producer, and also a little bit of a creative. And I want to offer you a special offer for this podcast listenership. That's right. Head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And if you need any kind of commercials, promos, or advertisements, then I'll be sure to hook you up. With prices starting as low as $50 for a fully produced commercial, I'm willing to give you the best value that you can get anywhere. So once again, head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And I look forward to talking to you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.